This is Sunbird Sound Off, brought to you by Farmers Insurance Agent Sheila Frowsy. Get to know the Sunbirds outside of the lines, out of the pool, and off the court with the Sunbird Sound Off this year in 2023 and 2024. Join me, Tim Slack, the Director of Athletic Communications here at FPU, as I sit down and get to know some of the new faces here at Fresno Pacific, as well as some of the names you know. Learn about their journeys what brought them to FPU, and how the Lord is working in their lives. This is the Sunbird Sound Off, brought to you by Farmers Insurance Agent Sheila Frowsing, a women's basketball alum and Farmers Insurance Agent. Sheila is the local agent you can trust. She goes beyond the basics and can help you identify the insurance coverage that best fits your needs while providing service that exceeds your expectations. Give Sheila a call, 559 221 5160. Injuries can be one of the toughest obstacles for athletes to overcome in college athletics. What does God's faithfulness look like in the midst of that? Today we'll talk with Yorkabel Gebra Hewitt of the Fresno Pacific Women's Cross Country Team and explore that idea, plus accolades, teams of the week. Defenders of the Week and a Hall of Famer, all of that on this edition of the Sunbird Sound Off. Sunbird Sound Off brought to you by Farmers Insurance Agent Sheila Camps Frowsing, a Farmers Insurance Agent and Women's Basketball alum at FPU. She's the local insurance agent you can trust. She goes beyond the basics and can help you identify the insurance coverage that best fits your needs while providing service that exceeds your expectations. Give Sheila a call at 559 559- Two two one five one six zero. Welcome into the Sunbird Sound Off. I'm Tim Slack. As I mentioned, we'll talk with Yorkabel Gebra Hewitt coming up. Uh, just a an awesome Sunbird, an awesome person, and uh, excited to hear her testimony a little bit. Uh, not only on how the the Lord has used her in her life, but uh, how cross country and and how FPU cross country has uh, really affected that as well. And a pretty cool, unique story for her. Uh, lots of accolades elsewhere this week for FPU. Uh, Geneva Elliott won Defender of the Week for Volleyball last week. New awards uh, being announced uh, on Tuesday. So we'll have those for you in the next week's episode. Uh, but Fresno Pacific Men's Soccer is now 3-0 at, oh at home in non-conference play. They... Win a couple of big ones last week over CCA opponents, Cal State Sanislaus and Cal Poly Humboldt. So the Birds 3-0 at home. They earn PacWest Team of the Week honors for that weekend. Their reward, they get to rest. They'll have three home matches uh, the week of the 25th, Monday night, Wednesday night, Saturday night, as the Hawaii schools come to town on the front end. Hope you'll come out and check them out. And then uh, the week of the 30th of September, as we close out the month, volleyball will be in action as well. So a lot on the home plate. We'll get to that schedule uh, a little bit later on. But uh, be sure, if you want more in-depth updates, to follow us on social media, FPU Sunbirds, on Facebook, uh, X, and Instagram. And then if you want even more and you want it at the, the tip of your fingers in the inbox, head to fpuathletics.com. And you can hover over to fans and then go to daily email updates, provide your email address, and you'll get all the stories that end up on fpuathletics.com delivered directly to your inbox. 
Elsewhere for FPU, Volleyball unwelcomed Westmont to the Pac West last week. They won in four in front of a raucous crowd in Santa Barbara, the Warriors' first Pac West meet, uh, excuse me, match, and uh, FPU ends up winning that one. They did fall to Biola on Saturday, but McKenna Ogus recorded her 1,000th career kill, and uh, that was enough to celebrate a strong week for FPU. Sunbirds, as I mentioned, again, not at home until September 30th. Uh, cross country was in action as they traveled down to Riverside, and so excited to talk to, to Yorkabel Gebra Hewitt. Not as much about that meet, although the, the Sunbirds women uh, did finished strong about a minute and a half better overall of a team time uh, than any previous team at that race. And it's always a, a tough test. It's a very crowded field, about 250 individual runners in the uh, invite portion of it. And then they have a whole second part, which is the open that races uh, right after that. Uh, and there is another 250 in, in each of those races. So in all about a thousand runners, uh, competed, and uh, that just makes you think about the trials. Of course, I'm not a runner at all. Uh, I was a baseball player, and they always say like they're they're less athletic. I I don't agree with that. I just don't like running. It was always a punishment. Uh, so I'm sure I'll talk to York Bell a little bit about that coming up, uh, as well as uh, just what her journey to FPU has been. We've talked with her on the podcast before, but a little bit different, a little more personal. Uh, with her story. But again, uh, be sure to follow us for more updates, fpuathletics.com, and then on social media at FPU Sunbirds. Coming up, Yorkabel Gebra Hewitt on the Sunbird Sound Off. Every team needs a player that can be trusted to go beyond the box score. When it comes to insurance, you need an agent that you can trust with life, health, and business insurance, as well as home and auto. Sheila Frousing, a member of the Sunbird family, a women's basketball alum, and a farmer's insurance agent, is that person you can trust. Sheila specializes in all of your insurance needs, going beyond the basics and providing service that will exceed your expectations. Farmers Insurance Agent Sheila Frowsing, 559-221-5160. At Alpha Graphics Fresno, the success of your business is your biggest priority and ours as well. Alpha Graphics Fresno is a locally owned creative company offering custom print, design, signs, and marketing solutions. Almost anything that's awesome. We truly care about product quality, customer satisfaction, and establishing long-term partnerships with our clients. Visit us at 3950 North Chestnut Diagonal, Suite 107, or give us a call today at 559-476-2900. Connect with Alpha Graphics and be awesome. Welcome back to the Sunbird Sound Off, presented by Farmers Insurance Agent Sheila Frowsing. Always appreciate the support from Sheila Camps Frowsing, a women's basketball alum and Farmers Insurance Agent. Give her a call, 559-221-5160. Well, two races into the season uh, at the time of this recording, and I'm joined by senior women's cross-country athlete, Yorkabel Gebra Hewitt. And uh, aren't you impressed? It only has taken me a year to nail that. Yes. And how many times have I made you say that? You can tell everybody. Thousands? Millions? I cannot count. Anymore. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, hey, I, I really appreciate your time. Um, 
cross country is is such a interesting sport for me because you know as a baseball player we always joke like that was our punishment and that is your sport right uh but it takes a lot of uh preparation determination training um i i laugh with you guys i joke with you guys because last year we we did the tiktok video where you guys did this is me before the race this is me after the race uh some of your teammates were crying uh some were trying to fall asleep uh others were doing other things uh where do you feel like the uh the determination the the pursuit of that comes from within the team atmosphere how do you guys develop those characteristics that allow you to push through that yeah, um, I always say, like, we always talk about it at practice, but I say we're a different breed. Like, to be able to just wake up every day and say, let's do this for fun, like, that's, I feel like we're special in a good way. But um, I feel like with running, it's just you have to love it. And I think our team, though, specifically, we know that, like, we're running for each other and for God. And so I think that's what it is because there are days where one of us will have a good day and the other won't. And I feel like, like we lean on we lean on each other and stuff like that. So I feel like that's where it comes from, like the determination, just having each other. What does that look like? Because it, you say that, and mm-hmm. and we talk about you guys won team of the week the first week of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, men's side, they also won team of the week, and and Brian won runner of the week, and and won that race here in Fresno. But you're racing individually. How do those team elements really come into play? Yeah, I mean, we do race individually, and at the end, like, one person can win or one person can get a specific time. But there's also, like, a team aspect of it. Like, you know, we can also win as a team. And I just feel like the team part comes in at practice when we're doing workouts, and we have to, like, help each other. Like, you know, like, you take this set, you lead it, and I'll lead the next one because I can't do it. Like, that and just, I mean, waking up every day and going on an eight-mile run at 5 a.m. with your teammates, I think that kind of naturally happens. Well, I was going to say, you have to develop some sort of relationship yeah. when you're all kind of suffering together. Or I would I would interpret it as suffering together, uh, waking up that early and running that much. Those are both beyond me. Um, want to talk, though, a little bit more on the individual side for a little bit. Uh, you've been in Fresno for, what, 10 years now, uh, but you moved from Kenya when you were young, and you were born in another country what I, I don't know that a ton of people know that because we list you as from Fresno and from Hoover High School. So, yes, you are a local, uh, but Fresno is, is somewhat of an adopted hometown, even though your, your roots are here. How important was it for you to, to stay local and, and come to Fresno Pacific coming out of high school? Yeah, so I am an only child. <laughs> and when I graduated high school, I was 17. So I honestly was really scared to go anywhere else. Like, I I don't know. I don't know what I was going to do if I went somewhere else. So I thought it was really important for me to stay in Fresno. I didn't want to, like, leave my mom. And so I was like, you know what? I have to stay in Fresno. And, yeah. So it was really important. Well, it's really important. Your mom has some ties to the area. But tell people a little bit more about your journey because you, you weren't born in America. Uh, but how did Fresno kind of become your your home base, so to speak? Yeah, um, yeah. so I was born in Eritrea, and then I moved to Kenya when I was three years old, and I 
uh, grew up there until I was 10, almost 11. And I came to the U.S. with like a month left for me to turn 11, so almost 11. Um, and then, I mean, when I came to America, it was everything was new to me, like the language, like the traditions, everything. And I think just like going to school here and like making friends here and stuff like that, like I've learned to like, I guess, understand like that this is like my new normal and that I would have to like adopt here and like this is where I knew this would be the place where I would grow and like achieve my goals so yeah it kind of just became like a home well you, you weren't a runner before you, you moved to Fresno how did that even in seventh grade how did that become a thing for you yeah so in seventh grade um my PE teacher actually um recruited me I guess told me to join uh cross country and I thought it was a good idea because I did not have friends or and I was not like a perfect English speaker so I thought it would be a good way for me to like just get out of my comfort zone and so I joined and I mean it was cool but I wasn't going to stay consistent with it so I quit but when I went to high school Hoover High um the same PE coach or teacher ended up being the uh, cross-country coach at Hoover and I was like oh I know him like I like him I want to join so I joined and once I joined I started to make friends and you know I started to like the routine and it just it became a fun thing like it became a safe space like with the friendships that I made and yeah so. but even with that you didn't necessarily anticipate yourself running in no. college how did that process kind of unfold for you to to make you feel like hey this is a, a possibility yeah, um, I never imagined, like, running at the collegiate level. Like, I never did. I was just doing running for fun. Like, I was like, this is fun. I like my friends. This is cool. But um, my senior year, um, when Coach Ray reached out, that's when I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm good. I'm good enough to, like, run at the collegiate level. Like, and that's when it started to click. Like, not, like, my freshman year of high school or anything. It was, like, towards the end of my senior year. And I was like, oh, I have a chance. I mean, I don't know what I was coming into or anything like that, but that's when I started to realize. Well, I don't think anybody can anticipate what you came into because you, you came in, you were freshman of the year in the Pac West. You, you had kind of these uh, unimaginable, amazing heights for, for somebody who didn't even anticipate that they would be running in college. I think it's still wild. I can't get over the fact that you keep calling running fun because it's just <laughs> that's how we're different, right? Um, but through that, one of the, the next phases of your life was after your, your freshman year, sophomore year, injuries started to pile up. Um, how did that kind of affect you personally? Uh, and, and what was the, the biggest challenge that you felt like you faced in that time? Yeah, so I mean, like I mentioned, I never thought I'd be running at the collegiate level. So, I mean, in high school, I never trained hard enough or anything like that to be injured. So when I came in, it was like a new team, a new school, and like a new experience. Like, oh, you get injured when you train. I didn't know that. So when I trained, I it was a shock for sure, like when I got injured. But also um, just like emotionally, it was like, whoa, because I just came back from a season that I was freshman of the year and I was achieving these goals that I never thought would happen. And then now I'm like, I can't keep climbing. Like, I have to be sidelined. Like, I can't run as fast. And so emotionally, I was just struggling. And I feel like I had the all or nothing mentality. So I would I was never counting, like, the little wins that I would have, you know. Oh, like, today I ran without pain. Or today I did this. It was like, 
but I didn't race good enough. Like I didn't hit this time. And so I was just kept comparing myself to my freshman year self. And so that was what affected me personally. Like I just couldn't stop comparing myself. So how did the Lord use that? Your your testimony, maybe part we we jumped ahead on a little bit. If you grew up with a strong faith. Um, you and your mom come over to, to Fresno together. And so there was an element of faith and family that, that was both a part of it. But when these injuries started to hit, how did you feel like the Lord began working in your life? Um, and, and what did he start to draw out that you kind of put your thumb on? Oh, this is, this is different. Yeah. Um, I think if you were to ask me these questions back then, I probably wouldn't have the same answer. But I feel like God for sure like was looking out for me. Um, and I didn't understand it, but, um, during that time I was struggling and like, it wasn't, it would have been easy to just quit and not run. Right. But for some reason I had strength, not for some reason, but like I had the strength to like continue to like go to rehab with sports medicine or like to show up to practice, you know, like staying hours on the bike, like, cause I couldn't run. And that wasn't because I was strong or I was special, but that was because God like gave me the strength. He was working with me and for me and so I feel like he was just always there with me and I feel like that's how he was like part of my testimony. Yeah that, that's awesome I, I think you know you talk about that it really was a, a large part for two years it wasn't like a a short season in your life um, where where do you feel like Fresno Pacific uh, how, how do you feel like the Lord used Fresno Pacific in that that time period uh, to draw out those lessons? Yeah, um, I feel like obviously Fresno Pacific is faith-centered. And so I feel like during hard times, I okay, I remember specifically one day I was in the lounge sitting and doing homework. And um, I was just really like stressed and I was doing homework. And one of my teammates, Calvin, he comes by and he just was like talking to me. And he's like, can I pray over you? He just asked, can I pray over you? And I was like, yes. And he prayed over me. So I like now looking back, I'm like, that was like, God like God for sure sent him to me because he knew what I was feeling and so I feel like being at Fresno Pacific God for sure didn't want me to like like not he didn't want me to feel alone and that he wanted me to feel his presence and like being around individuals that were Christ-centered always helped because not just even Calvin but like you know I had teammates who would ask me how can I pray for you or like even friends so it was just like the constant reminder that he was here like he was using Fresno Pacific to remind me I'm still here like don't worry well that that sense of community right yeah. the the body that when when you're feeling weak um and I think both spiritually and physically right we talk about the injuries but I, I think that can be draining spiritually to have that sense of community and the people who rally around you not to mention the the support staff, the people who are, are there tending to you, right? Like coaches and trainers. Yeah, um, I mean, like sports medicine, Jimmy, like worked with me for the two years that I was injured and he never gave up on me. Like I, I have had like a lot of like difficult conversations with him too, like like telling him like I can't do this anymore. And he was just like, like, you know, stay in it and just reminding me like it's a process. And eventually, I mean, we made it on the other side, but him like even like Whitney like with uh strength and conditioning like she helped me get stronger and like has allowed me to like be able she was part of the reason like I'm able to be successful and obviously coach like he's great <laughs> um he's been there like for all of it and he's seen me obviously at my best and at my worst and I feel like he's always been reminding me of 
what I can do and just never gave up on me. So I'm really grateful. Well, and he was one of the first ones I remember last year. So the the celebratory part, right, in terms of coming out of that season a little bit, you make it to the NCAA regionals. Um, you know, I remember having text conversations with him and, and phone calls with him about his excitement for you and just the journey. And, and that's kind of when we started talking a little bit. Was that kind of the sense of accomplishment? Or do you feel like, we were talking a little bit before, um, maybe some of the lessons that the Lord has taught you have given you an even greater sense of accomplishment? Yeah, um, obviously, like, as an athlete, you're always going to be hungry for more. And, like, I'm always going to want to run faster, you know, get the time uh, faster. But I feel like with, like, during this journey, like during like being injured, I feel like God has taught me a lot. And one of the things that he taught me was that like he never makes mistakes and that his plans are way bigger than my plans and his ways are bigger. And I mean, at that time, like I, would, I wouldn't have believed that. I would have been like, no, like why does why is God doing this to me? But now like I reflect because I, I feel like I'm doing pretty well. And so when I reflect, I see that like, oh, like, this happened because this was going to happen and like God is good like you know so like understanding that he never fails me and that he'll always show up for me and like it helps me now when I go into a race I don't stress like I'm gonna go and do my best and I know God's gonna do the rest like he's gonna help yeah that's awesome um what what would you say in that just the the not to continue on the same line of questioning but what was the toughest part you mentioned I think a little bit about um not feeling it at the time what was the toughest part in that journey uh what was the toughest lesson to learn through all that yeah the toughest lesson to learn through all of that was that I always thought I could do things on my own like I never like relied on God like at that time I'd be like oh I suck because I didn't do this I'm injured because I didn't do this like I never I would always like praise God obviously when there was success but I never really like was like oh like thank you God for getting me through a run without pain you know or like the little wins that I would have or thank you for giving me the motivation to keep going so I feel like the toughest lesson to learn was that um I can't do it on my own and that um God, um, without God, I am nothing. Like, literally, I can't do anything without him. So I think that time has taught me that, and I'm going to follow through with that and carry it on for the rest of my life. So with, with that being said, um, what area do you feel like he has grown you the most through not just this journey, but your time at Frozen Pacific? Yeah, the area he has grown me in the most, I feel like, is just um, like having faith, like having faith in him that he will always make it happen. Like as long as I do, as long as I do what I can, and that He'll do the rest for me. Like I just have to have faith and like believe that He'll make a way. Well, praise the Lord, York Bell. I really appreciate the time. Um, just kind of a incredible journey, and I, I really appreciate your willingness to to share and and let uh, everybody know just kind of about the not just the ups and downs, but I, I think really the joy that the Lord has brought into your life through all this. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. York about Gabriel Hewitt. When we come back, we're going to wrap it up, tell you a little bit about what the cross-country team is going to have on tap in the next couple of weeks and uh, get you on your way. This is the Sunbird Sound Off presented by Farmers Insurance Agent Sheila Frowsey.
If you belong to a Mennonite brethren, Mennonite, Brethren in Christ, or other Anabaptist church, and are looking for home or auto insurance, look no further than Mennonite Insurance. We insure our members' homes, churches, and our commitment is to provide you with competitively priced, superior insurance products with the highest quality service. Instant, no-obligation homeowner's estimate is available to you in 15 seconds at MennoniteInsurance.com. Executive Auto Center of Fresno is ready to meet and exceed your high standards with the highest commitment of excellence. The experienced sales staff is eager to share its knowledge and enthusiasm with you. Browse their online inventory or schedule a test drive. Family owned and operated, head to executiveautocenter.com or call 559-222-9191. Welcome back to the Sunbird Sound Off, Tim Slack. As uh, it is a busy week in FPU athletics at home, uh, excited to to dive into that a little bit this week. Be sure to check out the calendar on fpuathletics.com. Home soccer, home tennis, the ITAs in Fresno, and then some alumni games uh, with the. FPU swim team having their alumni meet at the FPU pool on Saturday and then men's soccer reschedule of their alumni game to this Saturday. Otherwise, they would have had the the whole week off and then water polo in action. Uh, They're going to be at Clovis East High School at 10 and 2 p.m. I did want to thank Yorka Bell for for coming in and uh, just an amazing testimony uh, of Somebody who was not born in America came to Fresno with her mom in seventh grade, learned to run while she was learning English, kind of as a way to learn English, and then did that for a year. Uh, invited back out by the, the same coach that kind of recruited her uh, by the time she got to high school, was a PE teacher in seventh grade, and then uh, went up to, to Hoover and, and had her come out as well. And then as she was running... Uh, here in Fresno, she didn't actually really think about doing it in college uh, until head coach Ray Winter began recruiting her her senior year and kind of showed her it was uh, the, a possibility. And I, I don't think she really expected uh, the success that she had. That had a fair amount of success right out of the box as she soared to PacWest Freshman of the Year recognitions. But I thought it was interesting she said that because she hadn't really taken it seriously before, she didn't really learn what training was and, and not just maybe how to, to train but how to take care of her body and, and didn't realize that injuries were a part of it. So she kind of was hampered by those injuries for the next two years, even to the point where she at least thought about quitting. Um, but the way she pursued the Lord in the midst of what was suffering because by the time she had developed that into uh, this ideal or idea of uh, having success and, and just the, the joy that it brought her, uh, it was frustrating and, and discouraging in a lot of ways. But she s- pursued the Lord in the midst of that. Uh, and then last year, going back uh, to the NCAA regionals and, and represented Fresno Pacific, uh, just a lot of milestones uh, within that. Uh, but her story kind of made me think of uh, one of my dad's favorite verses, Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you 
and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And often we think that that means uh, that God will end our suffering to, to bless us with what is our idea of success. Once that uh, pain stops, then uh, the thriving starts, so to speak. But I love what author Mary DeMuth says about that, that the, the concept there is not that we would escape the pain, but that we would thrive in the midst of that. And that passage, I think so much is taken out of context. So I do want to be uh, careful to say that, you know, the the people that the Israelites that uh, Jeremiah gave that prophecy to, um, a lot of them didn't experience the what they thought that Jeremiah was talking about for 70 years. And, and so that means that a lot of them didn't actually get to to go home. And so I think when we are obedient to God's word, what this passage is saying, uh, and that we pursue him in that, we see that he conforms us to his plan and our goals kind of conform to him. And so in talking with Yorkabel, one of the things that I think is so awesome about her testimony and, and the way that the Lord has uh, grown her uh, through this time uh, is that some of that success that she experienced last year uh, was just kind of a byproduct of the spiritual growth that she had already had in those two years that were kind of marred by injuries. And so she really experienced and she talks about the success uh, that she had last season and, and even uh, some of the other things in a different way uh, than that PacWest freshman of the year. And, and I think the, the perspective and the context that she takes it with uh, is so different. So really... Uh, Appreciative to Yorkabel for uh, kind of sharing her testimony and, and letting me kind of talk about that as well. Uh, we really do uh, appreciate that and hopefully excited that, that that might be an encouragement to, to you listening as you, you think about that and think about uh, some of the, the trials and, and overcoming. And they joke about it, but I, I really do think that some of the pain and the, the self-chosen uh stress and injuries that that cross-country runners take and and even track athletes to a certain degree because of how much they push their bodies um you know even a, a sore foot or a sore back can be devastating and so uh that's not a part of something that that is a, a daily part of my life and so sometimes i have a hard time even wrapping my brain around it but how they push through that how they they learn uh, to persevere in the midst of those things uh, is is remarkable and, and admirable to me in, in, in and of itself. Uh, again, thanks to York Bell. Thanks uh, for, for those of you listening this week. A couple of things coming up to take note of. Of course, you can find a full schedule on fuathletics.com. Gather weekend is October 6th and 7th. Tip-off dinner for men's and women's basketball teams will be that Friday night, the 6th. Uh, be sure to reserve your table at fpuathletics.com. And then alumni games for baseball on Saturday the 7th, the men's basketball later that night. Be on the lookout for the winter sports team shops, which will be up uh, momentarily in the next few weeks. And then, as we mentioned before, ITA's in Fresno this week, if you're listening to this, uh, before the 21st, 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, all three days, uh, the schedule We'll try and put out times uh, as we get more information. But, of course, for more in-depth updates, follow us on social media at FPU Sunbirds and FPUathletics.com. And be sure to get those daily emails, FPUathletics.com. 
Go to fans, go to daily email updates, and sign up for yours. And, of course, uh, another thanks to Sheila Camps Rousing, our women's basketball alum and farmer's insurance agent. Give her a call, 559-221-5160. Head coach Jaime Ramirez getting inducted into the Hall of Fame this week, the night of the 20th, and so we hope to talk to him and hear about his story as well. On behalf of FPU Athletics, I'm Tim Slack. Thanks for listening to the Sunbird Sound Off.